Don't make these mistakes on Zoom. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo. This is today's virtual selling tutorial. I'm gonna share five mistakes I don't want you to make on your next virtual sales call. Join me for that on this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo. This is the Inside BS Show. We're here every day with a great sales tip for you. We also do interviews. Be sure and check out our interviews. We do an interview every day, taking you inside business strategy, sharing the insider business secrets, and cutting through all the inside BS that holds you back. You can find the interviews on YouTube. You can find these sales tips on YouTube as well. And be sure and subscribe and ring the notification bell. When you do, we'll let you know when we upload new content and we do it multiple times a day. All right, this is your virtual selling tutorial. We're here today to help you sell better using this medium, using the video medium, but doing it in an online live interactive way. And Zoom is the most popular video sales methodology now, but you could be using WebEx, you could be using Microsoft Teams, you could be using Google uh, Hangouts or whatever they're calling it now. Selling like this, selling in a virtual way is about a year old. We're now doing all of our meetings pretty much virtually. It's really cut down on business travel. Here's the thing, most people still don't get it. There are rules that apply to selling using video and they're similar to the rules that apply selling face-to-face. -face. So I'm gonna give you five rules today, five rules to effective virtual selling and I want you to follow them because these are the five mistakes that amateurs make. Are you ready? Here's mistake number one. Mistake number one is not being early. That's right. You rush in, you just got finished walking the dog, you're covered in sweat, or it was raining outside and you ran out to the mailbox and you come in and you're dripping with water from the rain and you sit down in front of your desk, you turn on your computer and you show up two seconds before the meeting starts and you look all disheveled. You look like you were just running a marathon. That's mistake number one. Mistake number one is not being early. Be at least five minutes early, why? because your camera could crap out, your audio could be hooked up wrong, the lighting could be bad, anything can happen. Be at least five minutes early, test your audio, test your video to make sure that you look good and you sound good. My preference is that you set up 15 minutes early and then just turn your camera off and mute your mic, go get a glass of water, set it on your desk, sit, relax, and be comfortable, and wait for the meeting to begin. Don't show up five minutes ahead of time. Show up 15 minutes ahead of time. Be early. Mistake number two. Mistake number two is the environment. You don't set the environment right. You should dress like you would dress in an in-person call. I'm with you today, I'm in a suit. Why am I in a suit? Because this is a meeting. I wanted to have an impressive meeting. I wanted to make a good impression on you. So I got dressed up for our meeting today. Okay, also, your background is neat and it's clean. I have a step and repeat banner as my background. Why do I do that? I do seven, eight, 10 hours of video a day. I record videos, I do video seminars, I do video speeches, I do video for my inner circle business development community, I do podcast interviews that are recorded on video. I invested 
in a background. Why did I do that? I invested in a background because I wanted to make a professional appearance. Now, you don't have to invest in a fancy step and repeat banner. You can have a nice bookcase behind you, but two things about the bookcase. Make sure there's no offensive books or titles in there. Make sure there's nothing offensive on the bookshelf. We've all seen people who are doing Zoom meetings who have something on the shelf behind them that they really shouldn't have. The second thing is make sure that the bookshelf is free of dust. Take a rag and dust off the bookshelf. If you haven't dusted the bookshelf in a month, two months, six months, the entire pandemic, if you haven't dusted the bookshelf in a year, people are going to notice. So make sure the bookshelf is clean. Make sure your background is organized and it's professional. Clean up your computer. If you're going to be sharing your screen, don't have any other windows open. Only the window you're sharing. Nothing worse than people reading the little tabs. They're squinting to read the little tabs on the top of your computer to see what else you're opening, right? And more than one time in the last year, we've seen people who had windows open they shouldn't have been sharing with other people, okay? You don't want to have that happen to you. Put the dog outside. I love my dogs. I have two dogs. I have two big dogs and I love to play with them. But when I'm on a video call, they're not in here running around. They're not keeping my feet warm. They're not sleeping in the bed next to my desk. Why? Because they snore. They make noise. They want to play all the time. They'll jump up and lick my face. That's not going to leave a good impression when I'm trying to sell the client. It's not going to leave a good impression at all. Let the dog outside, minimize distractions, close your door. If you can, put up some sound suppression, just some little foam, pieces of foam on the walls in the room where you're having the video conference. You don't have sound suppression, you're in a hotel. Here's a trick for you. I do this all the time when I record videos. Take a mattress, stand it up behind the camera where you're recording, and that will deaden the sound from your voice that's going out. You don't have to invest in sound suppression equipment. You can use a mattress. You don't have a mattress, hang a blanket from a hook or a nail right behind the camera. It will deaden the noise that comes out. The sound will be better. Mistake number three, you don't follow your sales process. We think that because we're on video, we're in a less formal, a more relaxed environment. I want you to follow your sales process even on video. So whether you use my revenue roadmap for a sales process, whether you use the scripting that I've provided people, by the way, everybody puts it in their own words. I don't want you to use my words. I want you to use the themes that I've created to help you sell, but you don't even have to use my stuff. If you're using somebody else's stuff or you're using stuff you made up yourself, Follow your sales process, even if you're on video, even if you're on Zoom, even if you're on WebEx. No matter where you are, follow your sales process. Make sure you're still using the systems that you're most comfortable with, even in a virtual environment. And the reason is because it's still sales. Even though we're on video, even though I'm looking at you through the camera, I'm still looking at you and you're still looking at me. So I got to follow my sales process regardless. Mistake number four, look at the camera. The camera is the person. The camera is the person. Say that to yourself over and over again. Don't look at yourself. In fact, if you can minimize the window that has your face on it and look directly at the camera. Talk to the camera. Make your case to the camera. Why? That's the other person. 
you know, so often I see people who are focused on the screen because there's a person that's looking back at them or they're focused on themselves and they're fixing their tie while they're talking. No, look at the camera. The camera is the other person. It should be natural. You should be having a natural conversation with the camera, just like you're talking to another person. That's what you're doing. You're having that interaction. Now, when the other person's talking, it's okay to glance away from the camera and look down at the screen so you can see the other person. But when you're talking, always talk directly to the camera because that's the other person. This isn't like being on TV. You know, when you're on TV, if you stare at the camera, it can be a little creepy. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about having a natural conversation and looking at the camera as if you're looking someone in the eye. That is incredibly helpful. Now, here's one quick tip for you. The camera should always be a little bit higher than your eye level. Why is that? If the camera is focused down on you, it's a more flattering image. I see people who will set their laptops in front of them and their laptop camera is focused up. In fact, I'll show you. Laptop this way, talking like this very bad. Why is this very bad? Because now I'm looking down and when I look down at the camera, it looks like my face is six times the size. You don't want that. Position the camera slightly above your eye level. If you have a laptop, what you do is you prop the laptop up on some books and keeping the laptop right here at this level is probably the best way to make sure that your camera is gonna be a little higher than eye level. If you're using a professional setup, if, you're ha if you have a tripod, crank the tripod up just above eye level so that it looks like you're looking eye to eye with the person, the camera has a down angle, it's a much more flattering angle for you, and your face will appear thinner and it will appear like you're a much more together person. The final step in your video sales process is closing. Ask for the close just like you would if you were in person. Normally what you would do is you'd stand up and extend your hand and you'd say, do we have a deal? Well, you can't do that virtually, right? So I want you to look the person in the eye and I want you to say, would you like me to help you with this? That's your closing question. Would you like me to help you with this? Would you like some help with this? We just talked about this for an hour. Would you like some help? Would you like me to help you with this? Will you invite me over to help you with this? Will you invite our team to help you? Whatever closing question you ask, ask the closing question at the end of the video call. The video call is still a sales call. You still gotta close. So I mentioned earlier, you gotta follow your sales process, but you also have to ask for the sale at the end. Too many people I've seen so far this year leave that last part off thinking, hey, you know, when things get back to normal, I'll go in there and I'll wrap everything up and I'll close the deal. Ask for the close right now. Don't wait. Treat this like an in-person call. Treat it like you're there to do business. Ask for the close at the end of the video call. These are the five tips, the five things you can do to make your video sales process better for effective virtual selling. My name is Dave Lorenzo. I'm here every day with a brand new video for you. Make sure you join us right back here again tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.